everyone, welcome to another episode of Trick Talks. My name is Barbara Lally and today we are going to speak to Lily Rose. So we're going to give Lily Rose a few moments to join in on the live and then we're going to get started. How are you? Drinks, <laughs> drinks. Well, let me ask you first. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Thank you. Thank you for coming. I, I'm really, I'm excited too. And are you ready to get started? Of course. Let's get it. Let's get to okay. it. Perfect. So tell us a little bit about you and your trick. So my name is Lily. I'm 19 years old and I have had tricks since I was six or seven years old. So I started very, very young. Um, it started with my scalp. Um, it was just a way to cope with stress. And it was, I mean, it is a coping mechanism for me. And uh, later on, I started pulling my eyebrows and eyelashes around like 13, like teenagers, like going into middle school. That's when I started pulling my eyebrows and eyelashes and I've only pulled those I call it the the three musketeers because I pulled from head eyebrows and eyelashes so I mean yeah it's uh it's been a I mean it's still a journey right now so um but it's it's hard to get through it sometimes but yeah oh definitely when did you kind of learned that there was something called trichotillomania? Did you know right away or was that something you found later? Not at all. I didn't know trichotillomania was a thing until maybe four, 14, 15. Like, so actually since um, it was really like, I, I thought like, like from elementary school to like all of middle school, I thought I was the only one. I never met anyone with trichotillomania. I never heard of the word trichotillomania. I just, I never, I just always, I just thought it was like, oh, I, I pull my hair. And I just always called it hair pulling. I never called it by its word. And uh, my mom, she found a support group, which um, I'm still active in. That has been an amazing help. Like, like it felt so good meeting people who have what I have and like we all talked about it and even like with COVID we still do Zoom so like it's still so so helpful and I'm so grateful that I that we found this because like there's so many like kids that I think would need and need a support group to talk about this because even like a friend of a friend like she knows I have trick and she's like, I thought I was the only one. I was like, no. And I was like, hey, like, if you're not ready, that's completely fine. But we have a support group. And I always tell people like, I'm so open about it now. When I was little, I was so hush about it. Like, I did not speak about it at all. But it was, I, yeah, with trick with the, I didn't, when I didn't, like, when I found, when my mom explained to me what happened, like, what, what it was, I was, like, I didn't, like, I just, it never, like, went into my brain that this was, like, an actual, like, condition, a thing, like, I just thought it was just me just pulling my hair, I didn't know this was an actual, 
like thing that other people did but um I went to so many doctors and for use at like at UCLA when I was a kid to try therapy I did everything that you could think of to help me get under control but like it comes and goes for me like that's that's how it works mm-hmm Oh, yeah. For someone who doesn't know or maybe is nervous to go to a support group, can you kind of tell us, like, what it's like to go? Oh, it's so, like, everyone is so friendly and respectful about each other. Like, if, like, like especially if someone's having a relapse, like, everyone is so compassionate. Like, like me, currently, I'm going through an awful relapse. And, like, I was, like, we met, what, two two weeks ago? And, uh, like, everyone's, like, we're here for you, like, like, talk about it. And, like, well, before COVID, we would meet and we would meet in person and, like, we would always do, like, uh, an activity to do with our hands, whether it's drawing, painting, like, just, like, something to keep our hands busy while, like, talking about, like, our struggles, our, like, our day, like, what we're doing, how we're helping each other. So, and, like, I was a little nervous at first because I joined this group in 2018, so three years ago. It was, it was actually, it's going to be three years ago, oh, like in October. And I was really nervous. I didn't know who's going to be there. And everyone just welcomed me with open arms, like so sweet. And it's all age group. Like there are little kids, there are teenagers, there are preteens, there are adults. So like it's, um, everyone's welcome. It's called a heart, um, heart for trick, and uh, it's it's amazing. Like I couldn't, I'm so thankful for this group because I felt so alone for so long. It just it it was uh, so it was so refreshing. That's the best word to describe it. Refreshing that there was some other people who who dealt with what I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I, when I first started, I still haven't been to, like, an in-person. Mm-hmm. I, like, can't wait. I, like, really am so excited. Um, but I, even talking online with people, I would find similarities between us, and I would <laughs> blow my mind. Tell me about some of that with you and, and the people in the group. Oh, like, so, like, they're, like, different. It's funny. We, it's funny because, like, we're allowed to joke about it because we all have it. Like, like, if you don't have trick, please don't joke about it. But, like, it's kind of a funny thing. Like, even on Instagram, like, the trick memes, like, they make me laugh so much. But, like, my mom, she doesn't get it because she's just like, why are they? I'm like, they're not making fun of it because they have it, too. So, but, like, there are some, like, I'm the type of trickster that, like, pulls everywhere so like it's I mean I do ha- I mean there it's kind of growing back but like um I usually don't get very noticeable bald spots because like I pull everywhere and I'm a we call it the intelligent trickster because like when I see something I'm like oh time to move on to a new area so like um like there are some kids that just pull in what like one specific spot um part of their scalp and and they have a but like there's other like um I've never worn wigs I mean I have like fun like colorful wigs but like I've never like worn like I don't have a headpiece um I've never went into that realm but like a lot of um people have headpieces um what else I mean (laughs) we all have a specific story to deal with hats 
we mm -hmm. all had like school stories where teachers don't allow us to wear hats because it's and like our parents had to go in and explain so we all have like a funny specific story to do with a hat and then um yeah like every like yeah there's different like i mean it's, it's yeah there's different ways to pull your hair in a weird way like mm -hmm. Like sometimes, like you pull it quickly, and like it's it's such a weird it's such a weird like thing. But like when I, when we're like in a circle, I'm like I'm like oh like how do you pull it? She's like I pull it this way or I pull it that way. Mm -hmm. So it's um it's good like it's it's good to like hear everyone's like side of the story. Mm -hmm. And I just I love that there's humor brought into it. Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome because it can feel, I think when I first found the trick memes, I was like crying laughing. Like I was like, whoa, like this is hilarious. Yeah. Like I can't like, like one more hair and like the eyes are so rare. <laughs> like I can like, like I can't stop laughing at that because like, it's true. Like my brain's like just one more, just one more. And then it's like one more, one more, one more. And then like. It it goes way more than one more hair, <laughs> but like it's 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 funny. It's like it's lighthearted, even though this topic is so like heavy sometimes, especially when you like talk with like adults or like people with non uh, trichotillomania. They're like, oh, I'm so like wow, and I'm like, I, yeah, it's hard, but like eh, it's part of it's part of me. So, um, but. It's it's nice to know that there's a lighthearted little little area for us to to relax. Yeah, no, I love that. And I, I love that you can have friends. I've mentioned this before where I feel already if I meet someone with trick, like you get me and so like I really like you. You know, right away I'm just like we understand each other more than other people and I appreciate that. Yeah, and like the thing that I also uh, notice is that like it is like a lot of people do have it like I've like after I opened up and I said oh I have this and like oh yeah my, my friend has that and I was like oh like that's that's great um but like I didn't know it was such a common thing like because no one ever like now like that Instagram Instagram has been a huge help to spread the word and everything like snaps snaps to that snaps to all the the accounts the the hashtags because it really helps because I mean you didn't have Instagram growing up I barely like I like I got Instagram when I was 15 which is very old for me like so like I didn't like I didn't research stuff so like but now it's good that the younger generation they could they could see that this is a, a thing that this is a that people that other people have it because it was definitely not the norm to mm -hmm. have trichotillomania a couple of years ago because no one knew about it mm -hmm. yeah and it, it is so interesting to hear that because i've i felt the same way people oh this person this person and i'm like where were they for me like i you know i was looking for someone else and i yeah and then other you know then i would hear more people but i was so shut in Everyone else was shut in too. <laughs> I'm not talking about. So actually, uh, one thing I wanted to say is that you were really the one. T um, two years ago, I don't know if you remember when I did like my little story for you on your page. 
that was, and I remember I was at the support group and everyone's like, it's Lily's coming out day. Cause I didn't tell anyone. And like, I was there, like everyone was like here when like you posted it and everyone was like, we could like through like a little party and it was so cute because ever like that was the, that was the, the day that I was like, I was so exhausted, like keeping it from everyone. Cause like, I think I, I was going through a relapse at that time too. And like, I was still like in high school and people were like, why don't you have eyelashes? And I'm like, I can't take this anymore. <laughs> like, like I just need to. So, so when you asked me and I was like, oh my God, this is the perfect opportunity. Like, that's like, awesome. oh, that was such a good day. <laughs> I make you so happy. I'm so, I'm so happy to hear that. Cause I was going to ask you when, when did you start being so open about it? But it was, it was that day. It was that day. Cause before that day, I was such a shun. And it's funny enough because like in elementary school, the kids knew I had it, but they didn't really understand it. It wasn't like, like they just, I mean, like I never said it, but like they saw me and my, my teachers knew about it, but like no one was ever like rude about it. Like, so I like, I wasn't really like, I didn't talk about it, but I didn't hide it. Like it was just like, okay. But in middle school, that's when I like really started to hide it. And like, I didn't want anyone to know, like I was so embarrassed by it. And like, there was this, like, I didn't tell any of my friends until a thing happened during school. Um, like, I was, like, there was a, I mean, it's not a rumor because it was true, but a rumor spread around in like in my middle school saying like, Lily pulls her hair. Have you seen Lily pulls her hair? And like, I started freaking out. Even though my middle school was like super small, it was like so small, such a small school. Like, like, uh, like some, some girls were like, yeah, yeah, I see her pull her hair, like in class. Like I just, and I'm like, oh, cr like crap. Like I, people know about this. Um, so I grabbed my, my three best friends at the time. And like, I pulled them behind the school and I was like, guys, I got to tell you something. And I'm, I'm like, I have this thing. And they're like, and they like just hugged me and, like, and I'm like, please don't tell anyone. And they like degraded the rumors they're like stop talking about it please so but like it was so nice that those friends like helped me through it like because like they at least I knew I had like a little like ally system like I pulled them behind the school and like I'm like I'm like sit down <laughs> like leave. and they're like they're like it's okay like but it was so sweet mm -hmm. of to, to help me out and we definitely crushed those rumors and they didn't and after that like I didn't really like there were some kids asking me where are my eyebrows and where are my eyelashes but um otherwise like it was pretty it was pretty uh okay after that it was just that one situation that really like mm. and that's when I became even more closed up I think mm -hmm. so that was uh yeah <laughs> it, it is so like I keep saying it's so interesting but when you're younger it's like the kids are more accepting they don't question you as much and if they do it's like very innocent yeah in high school it's like you you could have asked me in private why are you asking me in front of everybody and be like what happened that's not helpful like that hurts so bad and I would make up so many stupid excuses and be like my cat's 
scratched. <laughs> like I would make the dumbest excuses. I'd be like, um, I accidentally plugged them wrong. Or like, I think the dumbest one was my cat scratched my eyelashes off. Like that was the stupidest thing I ever said. But like, I had, I didn't know what to say. Yeah. Like, but it was, yeah, like, high school was, like, I mean, high school was such a weird thing, because, like, I kept on switching schools and everything, but, like, I went to this one um, public school, and, like, everyone was, like, super nice, but I was still, like, closed up about it, mm-hmm. and then, like, one girl asked, like, where are your eyelashes, and I was, and I just, like, told her just, like, because she was a good friend of mine, I was, like, hey, I have this thing, and she's, like, oh, like, and she even apologized, she's, like, I'm so sorry for, like, bringing it up and I was like no but it's it's okay like like and I'm like it's fine but after I became like I after I opened up I was homeschooled but like I was still with like teachers it um and like I would like talk about them and even I would like talk about like I have like this and trichotillomania like I would write essays about it mm-hmm. and like I one time like like we had to like like create a product and I was like I'm creating a product that like a hairbrush that makes your hair grow long and and full and they're like oh that's cute (laughs) so like but now now it's now I'm just like I have this thing if you don't accept me see you later and if you do great (laughs) like but everyone has been very accepting which Mm -hmm. is very very nice and Oh, it, it feels good. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that your trick kind of comes and goes. What were some moments that they, you know, trick was kind of in the back? Weirdly enough, quarantine. Ooh. I loved quarantine. Go back, I would, because I was <laughs> at that time. I My mom was terrified for me being in my room all day, um, like not doing anything. But I was really thriving in quarantine. I did not because I was actually recovering from a relapse. Because I also, me and my family, we kind of weirdly calculated it. I kind of have a relapse every two years. Like, it it seems to be looking that way. So, like, I had a relapse, like, in 2017. I had a relapse in 2019. I'm having a relapse in 2021. Um, So, I was already recovering from my relapse in 2019 and I wasn't pulling that much but the the moment quarantine hit I just stopped pulling my hair like I didn't I didn't pull because I was I found I was journaling I was painting I was outside like not outside I was in my backyard (laughs) I was in my backyard I was like that really like really helped like quarantine like it was such a breath of fresh air because like I got to, I'm an introverted person, even though I like to be, like, around people. It felt so nice to be in my little bubble, not being forced to go out, not being forced to go into this scary world. But, like, I think, yeah, quarantine and, like, my being busy, being busy always helps, like, like, not being, like... Even, like, if I'm busy in my bedroom, whether it's painting, whether it's, like, doing embroidery, like, I have to... When I was little, the biggest thing that ever helped me, we're going to go back to some old school, was Rainbow Loom. That, uh, that, and I was 
so good at it. I even still have all of my little brain. Like, I made everything. I made a purse. I made little stuffed animals. Like, like I don't even, I bought so many rubber bands. Like, like that thing was, like, the best, one of the best coping mechanisms I've ever, like, had. Like, I, every day after school, I would make something. Like, whether it's, like, a little, I, I'd even make bracelets. I would make, like, toys. <laughs> like, I made, like, little stuff, stuff animals. I would make, like, little wallets. Like, I loved, loved Rainbow Loom. Like, I mean, I still love it. Like, I don't really do it that much anymore because, like, I kind of, like, ran out of stuff to do. But, like, it's still, like, very, like, fun to play with, like, the rubber bands. And, like, I always have a rubber band on my arm so, like, I could, I could fiddle with it. Like, just try and keep my hands busy. That's the most important thing that everyone like who knows and who helps me sing like keep your hands busy <laughs> are there any areas or any places that you find yourself wanting to pull more like maybe triggering zones um it well when i was in high school it was definitely like a trigger like like i also i never liked school was never like for me like like right now i'm not even i'm i'm in i'm not in college like i work like College is just not for me and it's just I it's so hard for me to sit down and like listen to uh, I just it, it was just not fun um sometimes in my room it's a little hard like like today like I didn't do anything special and I I I did not want to like be on my bed like do like being on my computer so I had my journal and I painted for and this whole afternoon and I didn't I didn't pull my hair once so it's really like yes if I'm in my room and I'm bored nope that's that's not a it's not a good thing and um like I think what else yeah it used it usually it just used to be school school was the tr most trigger um but that's about it like yeah mm -hmm. now I had asked people what are some questions that you might want to see me ask people on trick talks and so i have a few to ask you oh. okay if you could go back in time and do anything different regarding your trick journey would you um i think that's i don't think i would because i don't think it would necessarily help i would definitely want to go back and say like it's okay because even though I like I how many I've had so many relapses I stopped counting I've always made it through I've always like stopped at one point even if like my mom says even if you don't have any hair left on your head like you're gonna stop at one like one point like after like during this relapse so like I would just tell my like past self um like it's it's okay like and plus like you are not alone mm -hmm. like I would also like the one thing I would change is like surround yourself with like caring pe more caring people and people that make you comfortable um that don't judge you. Yeah, I think but I would I wouldn't change anything cuz I don't think it would do any I wouldn't I wouldn't do anything differently. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And I do I have more I want to ask you a question that's not on here. But um what advice would you give parents of people 
who, you know, parents who have children with trichotillomania? Oh, I could talk about this all day. Well, um, you really have to be accepting and just be gentle with your kid. And parents, please don't point out if there is a bald spot. If, like, I don't know, but the number one triggering word for me for my hair is the word spiky. Because when... Mm. <laughs> if like even like if my mom just wants to give me a pat on the head or something I can feel it she can feel it and sometimes she says it oh it's spiky and that like when it's when my hair is spiky that means it's it's not a good thing so like refraining from like saying like triggering things or just if you want to add like me personally, I hate talking about trick with my family. I just don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. But if you're, if you, if you and your child are comfortable, go for it. Like, but some kids might not be comfortable. Like I'm so much more comfortable. That's why having a support group is so helpful because I can talk about it with um, an adult, with my friends. Um, and like being, being like, careful about like yeah specific things you say like saying like um like yes sometimes when I like fiddle or like touch my hair my parents say hey don't don't do that and that I'm like that's fine even like I when like my friends um they I asked them like saying like hey if you see me just like fiddling with my hair and it was so like they wouldn't they, they didn't even say anything they just grabbed my hand and they just put on my lab and they just they just like they didn't say anything. They just grabbed my hair. They just grabbed my head and put it and put it on my lap. So like that's always like nice. And I think just being respectful and aware and kind to your kid. Cause it's not easy. The the kid is the the child is ha is is not probably not pr is probably not proud of what they're doing because you feel so ashamed, especially like when you work so hard and your hair it could be full or it could be growing and you start pulling and then you see like the the downgrade of it like that's the worst feeling like me personally like I have like you can't see it right now because my hair is very very short and like you could even see like you could see some of my scalp but like when my hair is not like when I'm not pulling my hair my hair is full my hair is curly and even, like, right now, I'm very proud of myself. Like, I'm getting a little bit of my curls back. That's when I know, like, it's getting good. Like, my, my like a little tiny curl is coming back. Um, but, like, also, like, their self-esteem is very, like, is very hard to to um, manage. Because, like, like, when I pull my hair, my self-esteem is so down. I hate the way I look. I hate, like, the way my hair feels. Like, and another thing, like, we talk about this with Trick, with my, with my group, like, I just have to say, I'm like, I can't use conditioner. And everyone's like, crap, because, like, my hair is so short that I, I physically can't use conditioner because, like, it, my hair won't attach to it. Like, but I think, yeah, being kind, respectful, and aware of what your child is going through is the most important. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's so hard, I feel like for parents to take that step back because they want to fix it so bad. They're like, my baby's hurting. I want to fix it. But yeah. Because I also, like, I also, like, now that I'm older, like, when I was little, I was like, mom, leave me alone. But, like, now that I'm older, 
I understand. I'm like, I'm like, if I would like, if my kid starts pulling their hair, of course I would want to help them. Of course I would want them to stop. But knowing that, like, I have this, it's also like, it's not, it's not, it's, it's not completely your situation to deal with. You have to deal with it. Like, it's not, it's not, it's not your parent. It's no one's fault. Like, there's no one to blame. It's just, it's you who has to take control of it. It's not your parents. It's not your group. It's yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now we talked about this because you mentioned relapsing and, you know, every two years, I, I noticed a pattern with myself. I think at the time it was like every five years, but I've been like pulling pretty heavily four or five years now. So I'm like, okay, let's see where the, where is my time to relax? Um, but anyway, how do you handle relapse? And then how do you get back on track? See, the thing with my relapse is that it, it has to do with the trigger. Like two years ago, the trigger was I lost my cat. And that set me off the rails, like completely. Um, and soon, like, like, there's like, there's just some point in my in, like, at that time, like, okay, so I, I started pull like that relapse in no, it was November 2019. December, I had barely any hair. Like it was like so sh like it was so short, and like around like hmm, I'd have to say like January, like I saw how short it was, and I just had to say I'm like Lily, you really really have to stop, and it's it's me who made like no one else told me like like it was my brain that switched and said stop now, and I did, and that's amazing when that happens, but for this relapse like. And I also like was talking to my therapist, my group and my parents and like they, cause this relapse has been really, 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 like really nasty. I'm not gonna, it has been tough, but it has been really mean and nasty. It has not been nice. And like this, this trigger was like losing people I like, I like rejection, um, losing things that I love like there was like some like trauma I had to deal with in like, like, cra like crazy things that this year happened. And all of that buildup happened in um, July. And there was this one specific day. And I, I was home alone, no one was home. And I pulled for a good four hours straight, and I didn't stop. And the next day all my all my hair was gone like it was I could like because I was already like like so that was like when I pulled all my like every like almost everything off but like in April like I was already sadly like tiptoeing into a relapse like I was like slowly like pulling again but like I was like I'm like I'm like but I wasn't like pulling like crazy like I was pulling maybe like once or twice a day mm -hmm. And like, I was like trying, I was like really trying to like, I'm like, I'm like, no, like, come on, stop. And it was like, my birthday was coming up and I wanted to have full hair. So I stopped for a little bit. And then like, I, after my birthday, I started a little bit back and then I didn't pull. And then like in July, oh my God, like, <laughs> just, like everything broke loose. Mm -hmm. And that's when I like, just, just completely like ripped my hair to shreds. Mm -hmm. But I've been doing, I've been doing better because like, 
I'm a weird therapy for me was I just got back from France. My whole family is from France. So I like even like my like because my mom was my mom was in France and she like saw my like she saw my like head my hair and she's like you need to get on a plane right now like you need to relax you you need to be with your grandma and like and you know what like that that obviously always helps like going back home and like seeing my family like it always helps but it's always a little nerve-wracking because French people could be very judgmental and not all of my like family relatives know I have tricks. So like my like, le- like our neighbors was like, "Did you cut your hair?" And I was like, "Yeah, it was hot. <laughs> it's hot in LA. I just always say it's hot." <laughs> I'm, I'm like, my hair is like too poofy. And I'm like, I just cut it because I don't. I, it's not their business. I don't feel like talking about it. Like, so I just say, "Yeah, it's too hot in LA. I just trimmed it." But um. Yeah, like, when people just, when people just ask, like, because, like, I haven't had a haircut <laughs> in years. I don't even, I think I was, like, five years old. <laughs> like, I do, I, I don't have haircuts. I don't need to. I do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have a hair, I don't really have haircuts anymore. Like, but when people just asking like do you have a haircut I'm just like yeah I had a haircut I just say I have a haircut because it's easier mm-hmm. and I like you said about you know it's not their business I think yeah. being open about trichotillomania is like your choice like if you don't feel like explaining it to someone like you don't have to it still means that you're open and like accepting but I like that because I feel similarly I'm like I don't feel like telling you I don't think you yeah exactly like if I feel comfortable and like with the person yes I like I will like but like like a fam like a a neighbor like a neighbor and like in France who's known me since I was a kid and like we just crossed paths like did you cut your hair and I was like yeah I cut my hair there you go I don't need a plus French people are very very judgmental which is like it's in our blood so (laughs) (laughs) yeah but yeah I mean it's true if you don't feel like it you don't feel like it um what is the best part of having trick? I would say talking to other people who have it because like you it's not a special thing but it's a unique thing like like yes other people have it but like I don't I don't know like I don't know a ton of people who have it so like it's fun to have a little tiny community that like makes you feel at home that knows what you're going through and I mean, like, I would have to say, like, having this trick community is so good. And, like, when I was, like, little, trick was not good. I hated it. I, like, it was it was awful. And I st- obviously, I don't like it now. I don't like pulling my hair. I don't want to pull my hair. But I'm more accepting of it now. And, like, I now know that other people have it and that it's okay to have a relapse it's okay to pull your hair even though I really don't want to. I really don't want to, but my brain tells me otherwise and my hands don't listen to me. <laughs> and, but like, it's, I think the best part of having Trick is having the the close-knit community. Like, even like if we don't meet in person, like I, like, like, um, the Instagram, uh, T, uh, the BF, it's going to be BFRB week next week. And I'm so excited. Like 
everyone's going to come together and have a fun little, like, like everyone's going to be posting stuff. We're going to raise awareness. And like, I want people to talk more about it. Um, if you're comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I, I, I would agree with you. I think, <sighs> yeah, I love that you mentioned, you know, I don't want to, like, I don't, I'm accepting it, but I don't want to, cause that is something that, I struggled with for a long time. It's like, how do I make you a friend? Because I really don't like you at all. <laughs> like, like, like people think that like it's I I chose to pull my hair. Like, like I, like I I didn't choose this. I but I strangely like remember the first day I pulled my hair when I was five or six years old I don't remember what age I was but I specifically like, it's so weird like everyone like like I group like saying that's crazy that you like remember the first like because like I think it's an important memory that my brain just put aside because it became like it became so significant in my life so and even when I was little, like, you know, like, when you would see, like, a little, like, a wishing well or, like, a dandelion, like, or, like, those flowers that you blow, like, every time, like, or, like, you would put a penny in a fountain, like, my mom says, like, make a wish. My wish was always to stop pulling my hair, like, that, and it still is, like, like, every, if I, like, see, like, if I have a penny in a fountain, like, I always, like, wish or, like, blowing my candles off, like, um, on my birthday cake, like, that was always, like, my number one wish was to stop pulling my hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you tell us about the first time you pulled? Do you want yeah, to? Yeah. So I was, I was in my bed, and I was, my, uh, I, co- I couldn't fall asleep. I had a really, like, struggle falling asleep on my own, and um, I was just, like, twir- like, I was twirling my hair just like this, like, I was just, like, because um, people would say, oh, twirling your hair helps you fall asleep better. So I was, like, just trying to, I was playing with my hair. I was twirling it, and my finger got caught. Like, I was twirling it so much that my, like, I twirled it so much that, like, it got caught, and I ripped it out, and it, I, I pulled out my hair. And that sensation was so weirdly reassuring and, like, calming to me, and I never stopped since. <laughs> so, no, yeah, yeah, no, like that was, that was, that was like the first time, like that was the first like mo- moment that like, and who knows, I might have pulled earlier, like earlier in that time, but like that specific moment is when I truly remember pulling my hair. Mm-hmm. Now let me ask you: Do you do the lip? Like, do you rub it across your lip when you pull? Uh, sometimes, you know what, like, if I feel like it, if I don't, like, it, <laughs> I do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, I, I remember they asked me one time, I was, like, in a study a few times <laughs> about it, because they, they don't know anything about it, um, and they asked me, and I was like, how do you know? Like, I was like, okay, like, you asked, you must have talked to other people, because they were like, so, do you do the lip thing? And I'm like, yeah, I do, <laughs> how do you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, and also, because, like, for, I mean, I don't go there anymore, because, like, I'm over 18, but, like, there was this, like, clinic at UCLA, and uh, that's, like, the first place I went there, like, I went to get treatment for my hair and to figure out what was wrong with me, because my parents didn't know, like, no, no one knew, Mm -hmm. and, like, 
guess I was like one of the really early cases because like they didn't like UCLA didn't like really know what this was either so and like they we tried like like this was when I was like pretty little like eight yeah eight eight or seven years yeah eight seven nine years old and um like we these are great coping like if little kids like watch this or hear this these are great coping mechanisms for me that worked when I was a kid um was like prize boxes like we would do a chart with my mom and if I pull if I pulled one day it's okay but like I don't get like a little x and if I got like so there there's um if I got no X's um, in uh, in seven days. I got to have a little prize, which is like a little, a little like nail polish, going to Lush, getting a bath bomb, like just little prize. And at the end of the month, if I didn't pull at all for the month, I got like a big prize, which was extremely like helpful. Um, uh, was that was a that was a great prize. Um, like that was a great like coping mechanism. One weird coping mechanism. I don't think, I don't know if, like, it was so weird. It was so weird. It was, so I was at UCLA, and the therapist comes in, she's like, okay, we're going to try something new. We don't know if it's going to work, but we're going to try it. She's like, whenever you pull your hair, I want you to keep it and put it in a little Ziploc bag, and I want you to bring it to um, to next time I see you and we're gonna look at it and we're gonna discuss and like we're gonna see the way you pull it like because like I do the thing where I pull and I like rub it between my hands and like turns into like a little ball um so like we like so I did that but it also it was a smart move because I didn't like seeing my hair in a ziploc bag like that made me that made it didn't make me feel uncomfortable it made me I mean it made me feel embarrassed and ashamed but it made me kind of stop pulling because I didn't want to bring in my hair every week. So I stopped pulling. So in a weird, weird way, it did make me stop pulling. Like, I didn't really like the method, but if it works, it works. Because <laughs> one day, like, I would bring it in one day. Like, I brought my, I went into the clinic and my Ziploc bag was empty. And she's like, she like, gave, and like, and, um, you were like in those like UCLA things like it's kind of like a school th like year like however long you stay and like when they're ready like when you think you're ready to graduate like they give you like a little diploma and you get ice cream but I I have graduated from UCLA three times because I went three times because like I think I went yeah I went three times so and all of those times were different um I would like all of them, like had I had different therapists, I had different like mechanisms, and but I think UCLA was a really good like experience for me as a kid because it I mean it did help me for like the long like the long run when I was like little, mm -hmm. and like I tried other therapists that didn't work. I haven't like ever like UCLA has been the only therapy that has actually helped me stop pulling. After I became older, like, it just didn't work anymore because it was my choice. It became, like, my choice to stop. Like, because, like, 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 I started getting an allowance. I could pay my own Lush mm -hmm. bath bomb. So those prizes thing just didn't work out. Um, but as a kid, like, it was so helpful. That's great. And that, wow, I, I can understand what you say when you don't want to bring it in because when I would have, like, really – 
bad pulling episodes, I'd look and I'm like, oh no, like they're a big old pile, like on the floor. I'm like, <gasps> and I can't, I, that probably would help me if I'm like, I can pick all this up and like put it in a bag. Like this is like, you know. I, yeah, yeah. Cause like you yourself don't want to do it, but if someone else, like a, an older person, uh, a mentor or therapist forces you to do it, you're like, crap, I do have to do this. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, it has been really wonderful speaking with you, Lily Rose. I have one more question before we wrap up. What would be advice that you would give someone who is ready to be open about their trick, but they're a little nervous? Uh, I think um, baby steps first. Tell someone that you're comfortable with first. I don't think, like, for me, like, that's what I did. I told my friends first, and then, like, I told other people, and then I, like, told, like, people on social media um and I think it's just being honest and just like ask like uh, setting boundaries so, like like for me like I don't mind at all if you ask me question like if like if I tell like if I like meet someone new and it comes up in, in the conversation I'm comfortable like I we could talk about it but also setting setting boundaries and being like and being respectful that's like and I think Another good way to know that, like, you're ready is, um, to, like, writing. I think writing helps a lot. Or, like, doing something creative with your trick. Like, I like to write poems. I like to paint. I like to draw. I like to do, like, little metaphorical drawings. Um, and, that's a, and that's a good way to, like, explain to people that don't understand it. And, like, you could explain it in your own way. But I think baby steps is the best way to go. And just, you don't, and like, and you don't like, who, like, if you want to, like, if, like, just telling one person, I think, is a huge accomplishment, like, because, and telling, like, you could set yourself a goal saying, like, okay, I'll tell this friend um, this week, and I'll tell, and if I'm ready for the next week, I'll tell one more friend, and I'll tell one more friend, and then you just move up, so I think that's the way to go. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Lily Rose. It's been thank great. Thank you for having me. And I hope to talk to you soon. I hope to talk to you soon, too. Thank you. Hope Thank you have a good night. Thank you, you too. Bye. Bye.